In the name of God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. In his collection of essays entitled, Me Talk Pretty One Day, David Sedaris describes being in a French class with students from a variety of countries who all tried to explain Easter to a Moroccan student unfamiliar with the holiday. Excuse me, but what's an Easter, the Moroccan student says. The Poles led the charge to the best of their ability. It is, said one, a party for the little boy of God who call himself Jesus. She faltered, and her fellow countrymen came to her aid. He call himself Jesus, and then he be die one day on two morsels of lumber. The rest of the class jumped in, he says, offering bits of information that would have given the Pope an aneurysm. He die one day, and then he go above my head to live with your father. He weared of himself the long hair, and after he die, the first day, he come back here for to say hello to the peoples. He nice, the Jesus. He make the good things, and on the Easter we be sad, because somebody makes him dead today. Part of the problem, Sedaris explains, has to do with vocabulary. Simple nouns such as cross and resurrection were beyond their grasp, let alone such a complicated reflexive phrase as to give of yourself your only begotten son. He concludes, nothing we said was of any help to the Moroccan student a dead man with long hair, supposedly living with her father, a leg of lamb served with pomfrons and chocolate from a bunny. <laughs> he says, I wondered then if, without the language barrier, my classmates and I could have done a better job of making sense of Christianity, an idea that sounds pretty far-fetched to begin with. And Sedaris is not wrong. Christianity, the truths that we proclaim as we gather together here in one place every Sunday morning and for other major moments in our lives, might sound far-fetched. Not only does describing doctrines such as the Trinity, salvation, sanctification, atonement, and justification feel a bit like trying to explain Easter to a stranger in a foreign language. But in the darkness of despair, in pain, in grief, some might very well say that proclaiming the truths that life springs forth from death, that no wrong is beyond forgiveness, that all can be restored to wholeness, and that nothing can separate us from the love of God, can feel like far-fetched, mind-boggling, unlikely proclamations to our modern sensibilities. But no matter how confusing or far-fetched the words we say and the stories we share here may be, these words 
And these stories are so full of meaning, so full of life, that they have the capacity to form and shape and mold us into who we were created to be. And that is why Pentecost is so very important. There is a Latin phrase which describes what happens here when we gather every Sunday, week after week after week. Lex orandi, lex credendi, which means the rule of prayer is the rule of belief. And in other words, the habits of prayer that we establish in our lives shapes our beliefs. The more we say and pray the words and the more we retell the stories that have been handed down to us, the more we come to believe in the God we profess and embody the stories that we proclaim. Our words, our prayers orient us in the world and shape us to be followers of Christ bearers of the kingdom of God, who, empowered by the Holy Spirit, engage in the work of renewing the face of the earth. We come here that our lives might be changed so that we can go out there and change the life of the world. And this reality is at the heart of our annual celebration of Pentecost. Centuries ago, our ancestors gathered together in one place 50 days after Jesus' resurrection to celebrate the spring harvest and the revelation of the law at Mount Sinai. And the Holy Spirit came amongst them and transformed them into the body of Christ and empowered them to testify to God's saving work, God's deeds of power in the world in every language, to every nation, to every tribe in the world, so that all may see and know and hear of the saving work of God in their own language. Because what we say and how we say it molds and shapes us into who we are. Language has power. No longer would those who gathered together struggle to make sense of the far-fetched reality of the life and work of Jesus, as David Sedaris' French class did. But rather, they were created into the body of Christ by the Spirit and given the words and the understanding and the heart and the passion to proclaim the life-altering, world-changing truth of what had occurred in this small nation situated on the Mediterranean Sea to the whole entire world. And in that moment of the Spirit's creation, the church was born. We were born. And it is reborn every single time we gather together to share these stories and to pray our prayers. Because every time we gather together in one place, we take part in a Pentecost of sorts. That is, we are moved and emboldened and empowered and created by the Holy Spirit 
to carry the message of the love of God as known through Christ out into the world with our words and with our deeds so that the face of the earth can be renewed. When we come here week after week after week and ask God to cleanse the thoughts of our hearts by the inspiration of the Holy Spirit, that we may perfectly love God and worthily magnify God's holy name, we begin to embody it. When we offer and present unto God ourselves, our souls, and our bodies in the Right One Liturgy every week, we actually begin to do so in our lives. The language that we use to talk about God and to tell stories about God and to pray to God molds our lives. The words shape us into a people who disrupt the status quo and make incarnate the kingdom of God here on earth. That kingdom where all people, regardless of race or class or gender or sexual orientation or identity, perhaps because of our belovedness and uniqueness in all of these things, know that we are loved and saved by the same God who came to dwell among us as Jesus and who moves among us now as the Holy Spirit. So on this Pentecost, go out into the world rejoicing in the power of the Holy Spirit who created you and empowers you. Share this good news with all who will hear it. Proclaim by word and by deed how the love of God and the forgiveness of God has changed and transformed your life so that as the body of Christ, we can change and transform and renew God's world. Amen.